like someone new to talk to Oh yeah, alright I'm feeling kind of lonely too if you don't mind Can I sit down here beside you? Oh yeah, alright If I seem to come on too strong What a sweet young man that kid is, right? Cause I'd like to know if you're as lonely as I am And if you'd mind sharing the night together John's joints every day at 4 o'clock Giving you an opportunity to stay abreast of what's happening in the news Underneath John's joints I'll be playing some lullaby versions of popular songs You can guess it when it's all over if you'd like Ladies and gentlemen with a message on how to keep your undercarriage as comfy as humanly possible, he is John Senning. Hot jobbers, chafers of the world, stress and experience pain no more with Chassis. Man care for down there. This is truly the powder that changed the game. I've spoke about the, the display they showed me where they take all the different powders and they put them in water and it turns into this disgusting paste. But when you put the chassis into water, you can scoop out just straight powder. It's it, it's magic. It's science. And they've been working on this recipe for quite some time. And it will change your life when it comes to chafe. Whether you go Ice Max powder, premium powder, or the ice powder, they've got exactly what you're looking for that will stop chafe in its tracks. You can even go for the chassis, uh, the chassis gift set, which will give you a trio of premium powder, the five-in-one shower primer, and the restoration cream. The restoration cream, if you're a man who maybe you forgot your powder or maybe for whatever reason you just have a bad chafe the restoration cream will stop it and heal it on the spot go to chassisformen.com they've got a 30-day comfort guarantee so if you buy the products and they don't work which isn't going to happen they will refund your money the 30-day comfort guarantee can't be beat go to chassisformen.com for all of their products so I think we're getting into a weird situation when it comes to social media and our former president Donald Trump because you know I I really battle with it. I can tell you that the first feeling that comes, you know, up in my soul is that's wrong. This guy, people don't like what he's got to say and they want to silence him. And then I've got that other part where his words or at least his presence had something to do with what happened at the Capitol building. And that should probably come with some repercussions. Whether I don't believe that. He told those people to go do that, and that's why they did it. I think there was a long path that led a lot of those people to that day in that moment. But who would have figured that Senator Elizabeth Warren, who has been dubbed by the former president as Pocahontas, uh, a critic of, of the president would be an understatement, is calling the move for Facebook and other tech giants to ban the president, a former president, a danger to democracy oh, and applauded a decision by Facebook's oversight board to uphold the company's ban on the, uh, on the former president. What do you, like, should Donald Trump not be heard? Should he not be able to have a social media platform anywhere? So if you want to make the argument that as president, he kowtowed to and fostered a culture of hate, I'll listen to it. I might even agree with some of it as a former president. I believe he has as much right to be seen and heard on social media as you do and as I do. But like you said, it gets a little muddy 
when we look at what happened on January 6th. Do you think that, because what they're doing, I think it's gone through in Florida where social media platforms can actually be punished for banning political figures. And I almost feel that social media has just gotten too big for you to say, hey, it's a private business. They can do whatever they want. Like, right. like And that's on us. We, I mean, I think we've been brainwashed to a certain extent, but we've also made social media more than just a business. I mean... Right. Social media now is different than your corner store or somewhere else where you just want to say, hey, you can't come here anymore. Social media has become a place for news, information, people to deal with others. And now that we're here, they get to write the rules. And, and if, if it's an elected official, that should tell you all you need to know. That person was elected. Right. And, and, and people who suck get elected. And I know that half of the country will look at that other elected official and say, hey, that person sucks. But if you were elected... Your people voted you in, even if a bunch of other people disagree with you. And to think that these tech companies can just silence uh, any given voice, it feels like a uh, slippery slope. It is indeed. And I don't like anything that infringes upon our right to speak our minds. It, it, this is a very complex situation. But I was just as surprised as you were to see Elizabeth Warren speaking out in defense of a man who was brutal to her while he was in office. Why... I mean, I'm trying to think like big picture here. Like if you just, is it, do you think conspiracy theory alley that there are a group handful of 10 people who think we need to change the way America thinks. And we can't do that. If we've got people like Donald Trump being able to spout whatever it is they want to say, That's because I mean, I, I, I just find it hard to believe that the true reason today, Donald Trump isn't on social media is because they think He's going to cause another insurrection or whatever. I think it's 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 deeper than that, and it's far more political than that. I agree that to a certain degree, but I also think it might be they get a kick out of shutting him up. Like, they, they like having the power to go, you can't speak your words on my platform. Yeah, she goes on to say, I don't think Facebook ought to have this kind of power and that the company acts like they're bigger than the government. So, I mean, when you've got the... the and, and that means so much to me. When, when I when I see people who I know that woman hates every single thing Donald Trump stands for, probably more than most, for her to say, you know, I don't think that Facebook and other companies should have this kind of power, that goes a long way with me because I, I think she's telling the truth. Why else would, you know, I don't think she's trying to appease the Donald Trump fan base at, <laughs> no, that, at that point. Not at all. So... We've got a new quarterback in town, Kyle Trask. He is a a former Gator, and I think a lot of people have questions about how Tom Brady is going to react to him, uh, most mostly because of the Jimmy the Jimmy G stuff that went on in New England. If you don't know, there was a somewhat of a what would you call a drama filled exit for Jimmy G from New England because it was wildly reported that. Tom Brady didn't like him, and he was mad that that they even had a guy who could one day be looked at as a replacement. Right. Well, here we are many years down the road, and it's not a maybe, it's not an if. Kyle Trask with the second-round pick is the guy who the Buccaneers today think are going to replace Brady when that time comes in 15, 20 years. QB of the future. Maybe. 15, 20 years. Uh, but uh, Kyle Trask was on uh, NFL Network this morning, and he was asked if uh, old TB12 is... Oh, no. If old... Oh, no. If old uh, TB12 had uh, sorry, a little little uh, teaser for the future, that was the guy who stole all the Leonard Skinner uh, memorabilia. Sounded like <laughs> If you him. couldn't tell by the tone of his voice. I could. Uh, and he was asked if TB12 has uh, been on board as far as him coming to town. 
Yeah, and he actually did reach out to me, uh, you know, a couple of days after the draft, and you know, it was just making sure that, or it was checking in on when I'm going to get into town, so we can, you know, get together and maybe do some throwing and things like that. And, you know, that meant a lot to me. Um, and you can just, uh, you know, not only Tom but a couple of other guys have reached out. So you know, you can definitely tell that they have a great, uh, great culture and a great uh, group of people just in this building. And you know, I can't wait to get started. I mean, you're forced. You're forced to give a number. How how long will Tom Brady be the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback? Legitimately, I think this is his last season. Oh, really? Yeah. I I think I think this year finally he starts to really feel it. I don't know if his play is going to drop off. I think this year he starts to feel it, and at the end of this year, he said, "Hey, won you back to back Super Bowls? Right off into the sunset." Oh wow, number eight. I don't know why I I don't know why I thought that wasn't a possibility, but to hear you say it makes me feel like it's definitely going to happen. Well, I don't know. I'm nothing's definite in this crazy world of ours, John. But that that's the scenario I think. If he, I, if he wins year. one, I don't if know. he wins, if he doesn't win, maybe one more. But I think if he wins it, probably done. It's got to be tough to think you can win it with a different team because this team is not staying together for a third year. I mean, you yeah. can have a close version of it maybe, but you're not getting all of the pieces back the way that we've got all the pieces back yeah. right now. So you made a, a comment yesterday that was, that was I thought a little bit off the cuff, but turns out to be very, very true. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates had a previously undisclosed meeting with the convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein in New York City, and the visit was so uncomfortable she warned her husband not to have anything to do with the man ever again, according to a report. The Microsoft co-founder and his wife, who announced their divorce this week, visited Epstein's Upper East Side townhouse in September 2013, according to the Daily Beast, citing sources who said Melinda was furious over the meeting. The meeting came on the same day uh, the the philanthropic couple accepted the Lasker Bloomberg Public Service Award at the Pierre Hotel. How bizarre is that? They're they're schmoozing with all of their greatness and all and being praised for all the great that they do on the same day. Uh, they're canoodling with Jeffrey Epstein. Ugh, gross. Man. Friends of the couple uh, are saying that Melinda is still haunted by the encounter with Epstein, who had been accused for years of molesting underage girls and killed himself and killed himself Thank in you. 2019 while locked up in Manhattan on sex trafficking charges. But it is unclear whether Melinda was appalled by Epstein's prior conviction or just didn't like his personality. Probably both. A little bit of, I mean, he's one of those guys that even before you knew everything, knew everything, you could look at him and go, something ain't right with this guy. Yeah, I mean, just to think that 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 high level, I mean, what is, Bill Gates doesn't strike me as the, as the I want a party guy. Like when you see oh, those yeah. old pictures of Donald Trump, you know, he's he's shaking there at parties and, and trust me, I'm sure Donald Trump likes a, a younger lady. I think he's even was open about that in his day. Of course. But Bill Gates daughter. doesn't strike me as he doesn't strike me as, and maybe that makes it even worse that he's the party type. So what are is it money? Is it business? Like what brings you to Jeffrey Epstein's doorstep if you're Bill Gates? Access to young girls. Well, yeah, I can see why. I can yeah. see why Melinda I yeah. can see why Melinda wouldn't like that. Yep. So we haven't talked about this yet, and I know that it's you hate many of these people involved. Oh. Uh, what do you, what is your general take on the viral sensation that is Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and now Floyd Mayweather with an absolute brawl breaking out yesterday, uh, leaving Jake Paul with a black eye and a broken tooth? That was about as real as, uh, well, I don't want to insult you. I, I think that press conference was staged. 
and I don't like those douche bros at all. Oh, well, I will tell you this. I don't think it was fake. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at a picture of this dude's front tooth knocked out and the way that he was manhandled by Floyd's crew. If it was any, if it was any sorts of fake, he definitely got the wrong end of it. I I mean, unless he said, Hey, I'm going to steal your hat. Here's another reason. I don't think it's fake. Jake Paul's not fighting Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's Logan. Yeah. So the biggest takeaway that I have from this is what a douchebag for multiple reasons are you if you're Jake Paul because you stole all of the thunder from your brother who was actually there to have a legitimate press conference. Well, not legitimate. He was there to have a press conference with Floyd Mayweather. And now the other end of it, let's say it is fairly legit, which I've never seen Floyd Mayweather that incensed. He was screaming, I'm going to effing kill you. And I believed him in that moment. So now you've taken the guy who your brother is already terribly mismatched against and you've pissed him off even more like we've never seen. So if I'm Logan Paul, (laughs) I'm disowning my brother because he stole my spotlight and he somehow made Floyd Mayweather matter than anybody has ever made him before. Yeah. I I do not like those two dudes. Like what there's, a couple of there's really uh, there's really nothing uh, there's really nothing to like much. Uh, here's the uh, here's a short clip of the TikTok video that Jake Paul. That's the thing too. Jake Paul planned it. He said on TikTok, "I'm going to steal his hat," and then yeah. he did. I'm about to steal Floyd Mayweather's hat. I'll let you guys know how it goes. Let's make it happen. Yes, sir. Get the bet work with his bro. Get, get Al Hand. Absolutely. Let me call Al Hand. I'm my own boss. I'm my own boss. Got your hat. Got your hat. I think just that stupid childish thing made Floyd Mayweather very, very mad. Oh, Dude, yeah. his crew is is notorious for roughing dudes up. Team Money Team will yeah. put a beating on somebody. So they're from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I did, uh, I, I was doing uh, construction with my dad and I stayed for a winter in Grand Rapids in a hotel. And Floyd Mayweather and his crew would come and stay at this hotel and they would rent out an entire uh, level of the hotel. And I mean, they were... <laughs> they were a daunting bunch. I mean, there were like 30 of them. They always rolled together, and I would not want to mess with them in any in any way. No. And now Jake Paul saying uh, the word on the street is that um, there's a hit out on him. We'll see. I'd like to think that social workers, for the most part, have uh, the child's best interest in mind. I would hope so. That's kind of their thing, right? Uh-huh. Well, a Lakeland social worker is facing charges of child abuse after deputies say she placed herself and a toddler in front of a running semi-truck. According to the Polk County Sheriff's Office, 30-year-old Angel Button and her husband tried to pay a moving company with a certified check on Wednesday, but the company's employees couldn't accept it. Deputies say Button responded by placing herself in front of and underneath one of the wheels of a company's running semi-truck with her 18-month-old sitting in her lap. What the hell? Witnesses told deputies Button also pinched the toddler in order to make her cry. According to the sheriff's office, uh, once deputies were able to get Button out from underneath the semi-truck, the child was safely taken from her. When deputies attempted to arrest Button, the sheriff's office say she resisted and uh, placed herself in front of the semi-truck again and yelled, I'm not going anywhere. Jesus, man. Is there such thing as a clean roll? I mean, you don't want to roll over the baby and the mother, but if you're a semi-truck owner and and this lady is laying under your tires, like, what do you have? What's your legal right uh, as far as squishing them? I would say your legal uh, obligation is not to squish them. That's what I would say. Morally, morally, uh, that's up to you. Legally, I don't think you're allowed to squish. You sure? No. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Florida authorities are looking for a man they say stole a trailer filled with 
Leonard Skinnerd memorabilia. <laughs> Making matters worse, it was meant to be sold for charity. Uh-huh. An arrest warrant has been issued for 38-year-old James Walker, a transient, no less, known to frequent Jacksonville police. Uh, they say he can be identified by a praying hands tattoo on his forearm and a spider tattoo on his neck. The Jacksonville Police Department has not released further information about the theft. You think that's a targeted thing? Like, you know people that that are interested in Leonard Skinner memorabilia? No, so availability. You, you just think, hey, I want to steal. Yeah. Wait, are you insinuating he didn't steal it because he wanted the Leonard Skinner memorabilia and he just stole a van that happened to have Leonard Skinner memorabilia? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, well, that's... That's a hell of a that's a hell of a coincidence. Yeah. That's a win. I mean, opportunity knocks. Steven Stamkos joined the Lightning at practice earlier this week. The first time in a month he'd skated with his teammates and he's speaking now saying that he's going to be ready for the playoffs. Yeah. And that should excite any Lightning fan. Here's a short clip of uh, Stamkos talking about when and if he'll be ready for the start of the playoffs. Yeah, like, like I said, I mean, the, the, the goal is to be ready for game one and, and we've been trending in, in that direction, you know, feeling better each and every day. So, yeah, the you know, anytime, you know, you get hurt, uh, it's not fun. And, and unfortunately for me, I, I've had to deal with, with with a lot of stuff lately and it's it can get very frustrating. Um, there's no one that wants to be out there more than myself. You know, I asked the question to our, our you know resident sports expert, Glenn Cross, a couple weeks ago. You know, are people souring it all in Stamkos? And I don't ask that as somebody who is. I It, it is undeniable the guy is hurt a lot. Well, and, sure. and I mean, I don't know. I feel for him because I know he wants to be on the ice. Yeah. But I also, I feel this is the time he can cement himself as somebody. It doesn't matter how hurt you've been. Last year, he... he we didn't really know what was going on. We had the COVID. Uh, you know, there are still rumors going around about what exactly happened in the bubble and outside of the bubble last year. But if he comes back and he owns this entire playoff, you know, run and, and they win another cup, yeah. I think this is where you you silence a lot of people because last year didn't really have him for most of the playoffs. This year didn't really have him for a good chunk of the regular season. So here you come and be the face of this team and lead us to another cup. You silence maybe a lot of those people who think he's hurt too much. I don't think those people should be piping up anyway. The guy wants to be out there worse than anything. He's had a run of bad luck when it comes to injuries. But wait, I mean, and I'm, like I said, I'm not somebody who would say kick him to the curb, but for those voices, you're still paying the guy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's still, he's the captain. Right. So He'd I mean, be out there if he, if he could. Well, well, right. But he's not. I mean, I'm sure from a bottom line perspective, nobody's ready to kick him to the curb, but also somebody's looking at numbers and say, hey, we've paid this guy this much money and he's played this many games. Fair. Which I think his presence probably does more than we even know. And I think that's what happened in the playoffs. When he came out and scored that goal, it wasn't like that goal changed the playoffs. I think his presence alone and being there changed the playoffs Yeah, when he was there. That goal was badass, That was pretty cool. One of the best goals I've ever seen in hockey. You ever been to um, Diamond Dolls? Yeah, I think so. A long time ago, like maybe seven, eight years ago. It's a no-booze place. Oh, oh, so so full BH. Uh, Yeah. 
It was a rough night there uh, last night. A couple is facing charges after a shooting outside a Clearwater Gentleman's Club that left a mother and daughter with minor injuries early Friday morning. The incident happened at the Diamond Dolls Gentleman's Club on US-19 in unincorporated Clearwater around 3 a.m. Deputies say they were called to the scene for reports of a shooting. When they arrived, they found two victims with minor injuries. A spokesperson for the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office says the shooting stemmed from an argument between a man's girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend. Uh-oh. That can be troublesome. Deputies say Anthony Bates was at Diamond Dolls with his girlfriend, who was 21, uh, when his ex-girlfriend showed up with her mom. Dude, what kind of, how's that go down uh, at the house when when you are going to, you're, you're recruiting your, do you think they're already out and about? And she goes, no. hey, I just got a tip that my man is at the strip club with, her, with his new bitch. Or is it, I'm at home and I go, mom? Yeah, Mount up. That's it. We're going to go get this MFR. He's yeah. got this bitch down at the at the strip club. Regulator style. When Bates and his ex-girlfriend started talking, deputies say an argument broke out uh, between Ruiz and the other woman. As security tried to remove the two women, a large group of people gathered. Uh, according to deputies, Ruiz pulled a gun out in the back parking lot and fired two rounds, causing fragments to hit the mother and daughter. And then they they drove away. They, they later found their car in Pinellas Park in the... Uh, I won't say where it was, uh, only because they're a sponsor of the show. And as no, Thank just you. because their car was found there, you know. Thank you. They could have been found anywhere. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. I'm all burnt up. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Drew Grubb alive. Who are you? Jerry, but I dialed the wrong number, Drew. Okay. Sorry. Why'd you hang on if you dialed the wrong number? Because I can't see. I'm driving, and there's a cop behind me. And my brother's name is Douglas, so I guess it comes right before Drew. You don't have Siri? You can't go, uh, hey, you know, call Douglas? Yeah, I will when I get home. I'm almost home, Drew. I'm so confused hell, by this hell, guy, John. Yeah, do you man. think he's for real, or do you think he just oh, no, likes hearing his real. voice on he's the radio? A, I don't think he likes hearing his voice. I think he's looking for a friend. You looking for a friend? I'll be your friend. Okay, Drew, will you be my friend? Well, if we're being honest, if we're if we're we're peeling back the veneer and, and being authentic with each other, you got a friend in me. Thank you. You got a friend in me indeed. Okay. Thank you. Hey, you have a you, what? Have a good weekend. Oh, you too. Happy Mother's Day. You too. I don't like the ageism that's going on right now with Matthew Perry. I'm not a Matthew Perry defender because I um I've never seen an episode of Friends before. I don't have any disdain for the gentleman, nor do I have any fondness for him. But he's being dragged through the mud unfairly and unjustly, in my opinion, and it borders on discrimination. The reason he's in the headlines is it a little out of the ordinary? Certainly. Is it fair what's happening to him? Not in my opinion. We'll dig into it next on Drew Garabo Live. Did you see the other name that's being mentioned with Matthew Perry, who I guess has had, had uh, videos leak as well? No, who? Oh, I'll tell you next. Wow. <laughs> that's a double-layer tease right there. You heard it here for... Many weight loss has changed my life. I had a weigh-in this morning. I get there. I see the nurses. They're always lovely and friendly. I step on the futuristic scale. They look at it. I look at it, and I go, OMG, my body fat percentage is down to 24%. 
Leaner than I've ever been, and it's all because of Medi Weight Loss, the program that keeps me accountable and keeps me losing weight. After I meet with the nurses and they weigh me, then I sit down with the doctor, and she goes, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? What are you eating? What are you up to this weekend? How are you going to, you know, control what you're eating while you go out and you party with the crew? So I told her. And you can tell your doctor, too, if you go to Medi Weight Loss. They want to give you a free assessment. Go to startmedi.com slash 1025. It's startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877-MED-LOSS. Today, when you do that, make sure you tell them you heard John Sunny talking about it on True Garabo Live. You're listening to True Garabo Live on 102.5 The Blade.